Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. friend. Happy holidays. Merry almost Christmas. We are in the week of Christmas and I pray that you and your family are truly keeping in mind the reason for this season, the birth of Jesus, which is why I'm so excited to bring this episode to you all about the birth of Jesus foretold. Mary, the mother of Jesus, who I believe is to be arguably the most influential woman to ever walk this earth and what we can learn from her in her journey of being and birthing the savior of our world. God is so good. The word is so alive and so active. And me personally, in this season of my life, I've shared a lot with you about birthing and how I truly believe the Lord is birthing so many things in his children to, to, to come forth in this new year. And I do believe a lot of those things are businesses. And so chances are you're here because you know you are called to make an impact in this world. And chances are you're here because you know that this business isn't solely about putting food on your table or buying yourself the next purse or shoes or car or whatever, but it's truly about sharing the gospel. And you know that at the root and the core of this business is truly a ministry, aka your business tree. So this is an episode specific for the woman who knows God is calling her to birth something, but at times it seems a bit impossible. At times it seems a little discouraging because it hasn't happened yet. I pray that the words that I am able to share with you from Luke chapter 1 blesses you so much to walk into this new season believing the word of God. Friend, this is also why I'm so passionate about encouraging women to get into the Bible and read it for themselves. There is a difference between listening to my podcast or listening to a pastor or listening to a friend who is giving you revelation that the Lord has given them and receiving your very own revelation, which is why I have created for you, Merry Christmas, friend. I have created for you a Bible in a year chronological order reading plan. If you have never read the entire Bible, get ready to have your life changed, to have your business changed, to have your marriage changed, to have motherhood changed. Everything is going to change when you continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. And we know that the word is the most common place that God speaks to us. And so as I was thinking about this, preparing for this new year, I knew that I wanted to give you all a resource. If you wanna join me on this year long journey, I've read through the Bible a few times over the last few years, and it's been the one single thing that has changed my life so much. I would love, 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 love to read the Bible with you. And so I'm excited to share a little bit more about what that could look like if you are looking for some 
sisters to do this with. But for right now, what I want to encourage you to do after this episode, go to the show notes, download the Chronological Bible in a Year Reading Plan Tracker. It gives you day, you know, January 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and it gives you all the scriptures to read to get through the Bible in chronological order. So I've never, I've never actually read the Bible in chronological order. The very first year that I did it, it was all over the place, but I have a certain way that I marked the Bible that I knew I was really close to reading the whole thing. And so I went for it. Then the next year I decided to read it from front to back. And then the next year I decided to read it in a different way. I've never actually read it chronologically, so I'm super excited to do that with you. And I pray that it blesses you so much. So download that at the end of this show, but don't go yet. I want to share with you what the Lord showed me through my personal quiet time with him found in Luke chapter one. And as we are entering into this season of, we're already in the season, but as we're really starting to reflect about the birth of Jesus, I encourage you open up Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 45 or even to 56. And so um, this is really about the birth of Jesus. So I'm going to read this to you and I'm going to give you some revelations that the Lord gave me because here's the deal. You're here because you know you're called to make an impact. You're here because the Lord has given you something. And like Mary, who was a virgin, who hadn't, like, that's impossible. Sometimes it seems really impossible to do what the Lord has called you to do. So I'm going to read this scripture. And I want you to consider yourself if this is the season of life you're in. Because I'll just be vulnerable with you that the Lord gave me a promise in 2017. And I have not seen it come to pass. I've seen glimpses of it, but I haven't seen it come to pass And at times, it can seem really discouraging because it hasn't happened yet. And sometimes I even go digging like, God, why? Like, what else do I need to do? And so I just want to encourage you that God's timing is perfect as he continues to show me that. And I'm going to also share with you my word for 2022 because that actually comes from this passage as well. As I've been praying into that, I don't know if you uh, probably heard that before. I've shared with you before my word of the year. Well, my word of the year for 2021 was surrender was not excited about it. But uh, if you listened to the last episode and you went to my friend Michelle's episode on her podcast, The Nourishing Mompreneur, you probably got to hear a little bit more of my side of surrender, which has been beautiful and at times brutal. I'm so excited for my word for 2022 because it sounds a lot better. (laughs) At least from the get-go it does. Anyways, let me read to you Luke chapter 1 verses 26 through 45 and then I want to go back and I want to give you some little pointers that the Lord highlighted to me as I was reading this and I want to encourage you to this has taken a few days this has taken like multiple times reading this and the Lord just continues to highlight one more thing one more thing one more thing the Bible says that if you seek the Lord you will find him and oh he's just so good to give us such tailored messages to us and I believe that that you're here because you and I are very similar and that perhaps you are in a similar season and or you've been here before and that you're really going to relate to this. So let's learn, let's see what we can learn from Mary, the mother of Jesus. So in the sixth month of month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. I love this because Mary was a virgin in this little town of Nazareth and God saw her as highly favored. 
God sees you how you can be and how he created you to be before you do. And I think that is so important as God is birthing something inside of you and calling you to make this impact through this business tree of yours that we can't only see ourselves as we see ourselves and as world the world sees us and maybe online or our spouses. We have to ask God, how do you see me? Because God called her who she was before she even knew it. He called her highly favored. She didn't know why. In fact... The next part to that is that Mary was greatly troubled at his word and wondered what kind of a greeting this might be. I don't know what dream God's put on your heart, or maybe you haven't even admitted to the dream yet, or maybe you have been waiting for years like I have, waiting for it to come to pass. Perhaps it greatly troubled you when you first heard it, and maybe it even greatly troubles you now because you you just don't know what this is and what this should look like and and when this is going to happen. And it's like what I find is that I oftentimes want God to give me all of the steps so that I can trust his plan. And oftentimes he simply gives us a step saying, do you trust me? Can I trust you? Can you be faithful with this one step? So Mary was greatly troubled, and if you are greatly troubled at the calling that God has in your life that you're just not seeing how it's going to happen, you're normal. Jesus' mother felt the same way. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You are to call him. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. I believe that God wants to remind you not to be afraid of where he wants to take you. Not to be afraid of the thing that he has been birthing inside of you. And that he has already created you to do before you were even born. Don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. I just think it's so cool how God uses these stories from thousands of years ago. And they're not just stories. Like these, this literally happened to remind us and to, and to really, it's like helps us really understand humanity. Like, can you imagine this angel coming to you and saying, Blessed are you, highly favored. You're going to birth a baby and you've never even done it, anything to be able to get pregnant. You know, you're not even married yet. I can only imagine that there was probably some shame even tied to that, some doubt, some, wait, what? Did I hear? Did I hear? Was that God? What is this? And I think oftentimes we can feel that way in business, especially when we haven't quite seen the thing happen, birth it or come to pass, right? So the angel tells her, do not be afraid. And I think that God wants to remind you today, don't be afraid of what I have already created you to do. I've already gone before you. The Bible says that God has already prepared our steps. Our job is to take the next step. And so then Mary asks, how will this be? Mary asks the angel, it's okay to ask God questions. It's okay to question God's calling on your life. In fact, God, like, Relationship is a two-way street. And I think sometimes 
we can think, okay, it's very transactional instead of this transformation. In fact, a friend of mine, Avery, I was just a guest on her podcast uh, today, and she's going to be a guest on mine. I cannot wait to share her with you. You're going to love her. But she talked a lot about transformational versus transactional. It's like, yes, we get so stuck in transactional, like, okay, I'm going to do this so I can get that, or I have to do this to be considered a good girl. Where God is so, he's the God of transformation. He wants to take us from where we are and take us to where he wants us to be. But Mary asked, how is this going to be? Like, I don't get it, Angel. Like, I don't get it. I'm a virgin. And you've probably said, God, I don't get it. How are you going to take me there when I'm not even qualified? I don't have the degree. I don't have the certification. I don't have the platform. I don't have the following. I don't have, fill in the blank. What don't you have? Or what haven't you done yet that wouldn't qualify you? Mary asked God the same thing. Or she asked the angel the same thing. And here's what the angel said to her. The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Hello. Friend, you cannot fulfill your calling without the Holy Spirit. And if you have given your life to Jesus and acknowledged Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit came inside of you, in your heart, right? He lives inside of you. He dwells in your heart. inside of you right and when you were born again it was of your spirit and so you got the holy spirit you cannot do this without his help and there's so many different characteristics of the holy spirit i think it's the utmost under taught characteristic of god in church which is why i'm so passionate about sharing these things because i heard a lot about god growing up i heard i heard a decent amount about jesus But I didn't hear hardly anything about the Holy Spirit. And we can read right here in in this story, right? The angel told her, the Holy Spirit's going to come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. If you think that you're doing this by yourself or in your own strength, in your own might, in your own time, in your own creativity, in your own finances, hello. Christian entrepreneurs have such a money mindset. Like there's, there are issues with money mindset. We have orphan spirits where we don't really recognize who God is. And I say this out of understanding because I, it's something the Lord continues to teach me and take me deeper on, but we can't do this without the Holy Spirit. And so if you don't have that relationship with him, he is your advocate. He's your counselor. He's your convictor. He is your helper in order for you to fulfill this calling. You and Holy Spirit have got to be like tight, right? Another reason why to get in your word and allow the Lord to guide your steps through his word to give you resources and tools and strategies and tips and downloads as you read through God's word. So again, at the end of this episode, go to the show notes and print out the chronological Bible reading plan and join me in reading this, this uh, reading the Bible in chronological order. Because you need the Holy Spirit to do it. And in order to build that relationship, it takes spending time with him, right? Another reason why I like to have those business meetings with heaven on a weekly basis. To invite God, to invite Jesus, to invite the Holy Spirit to the table. Like I'm just the CEO. Y'all are the owners of this thing. I'm the CEO and I want to steward it well. And so come and let's sit at the table. Let's pray. Let's talk about this thing. Because you can't do it without him. 
So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. This is verse 36. It says, Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I love that the angel used another sister that Mary could see good things happening for her that seemed impossible to say, hey, I did it for her. I am going to do it for you. For no word of mine will fail. Now here in our flesh, we can look at another sister in Christ in her business and think, man, that is awesome. And we can use her as an inspiration and think, I want to follow in her footsteps. Or we can follow our flesh and think, oh man, too many, she's already doing something similar. I shouldn't do that. Or maybe we think, what is, what is she doing better than me? Or what is she doing that, or what am I doing wrong? And we can start to compare and then start to envy her success or envy where God has her. But if you notice, God only had Elizabeth six months ahead of Mary. And I think so often, this is such, this is another revelation he gave me. It was like, Heather, stop looking at the person that's like five years ahead of you. Look at the person that's just six months ahead of you. Because God gave Mary, Elizabeth, to go be with, to spend time with, to grow this baby in her belly with in this safe place. And I think this is so important for us as entrepreneurs to surround ourselves with sisters in Christ who are a few steps ahead of us. This is why community is so important. As we read that he promises her, like, go look, you're going to see this Elizabeth. And so not to compare, that's the other tip, right? Don't compare yourself to the other woman who is on mission for Jesus. Every single one of us should be on mission for Jesus. It should look different but all at the same core theme of expanding the kingdom of God. And we know that his kingdom will never end, which is in verse 33. But I love how Mary responds to this. In 38, Mary says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. As business owners, as ambitious, driven, big dreamers, Sometimes we can put ourselves into the driver's seat and we forget who's actually driving this thing. Mary acknowledged that she was God's servant. And I think sometimes we forget that we are actually doing this for God. And with him, but this really is, is for him. Like we're his servant. He's called us to this. It's a privilege. It's an honor to be able to do the work that God has called you to do. But it does take a humbling. She was humbled. She was even scared. She's like, wait, what, me? How's this gonna happen? That's impossible. Okay, well, I am your servant. I will do what you've called me to do. And then she says, may your word to me be fulfilled. This was convicting for me because God gave me a promise in 2017 and I've been holding on to it. And sometimes I can get a little, I can lose a little steam. But Mary said with her own words, and we know that our words have the power to speak life or death, but may your word to me be fulfilled. She believed. She believed that what God said was going to come to pass. 
and she also was able to see him do it for other people, your testimony is really important. And so I just want to encourage you, even though the testimony seems to be taking a long time, like, hello, Heather, I'm preaching to myself. This testimony, I'm like, God, where, where are we at? It Like the ta-da, all that for this. Yay. You know, I've been asking the Lord that, but God's like, hey, I'm worthy to be praised and you are to believe in me before I even give you anything else. Whew. That's been my season. He's like, worship me now. Praise me now. Thank me now. Believe now. May your word to me be fulfilled. And so I am praying over you that is listening to this. May the Lord's words he's given you be fulfilled in your life. And I pray it is in 2022. All right, one more section. I hope this is blessing your hearts. I'm like over here still like, yes, Lord. Uh, verse 39, Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. I love this. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried. Now, I don't think this is in a hurry of a, 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 a frantic or a striving kind of a way, but she took immediate action on what the angel told her. She took immediate action and she got ready. And I think sometimes when we are waiting for that big God-sized dream and we're like, I don't know, God, what are you going to do? We forget that we have a part to play in it. We have to get ready for it. So how are you getting ready for the promise? How are you preparing yourself, your heart, your home, your business for the promises that God has already spoken over you? I want to encourage you today to ask him, how can I get ready for this? How can we be expectant that he is going to fulfill his promises? And so when Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I think, again, so much of our relationships in community with other Christian entrepreneurs, we are supposed to encourage each other. Mary's presence brought along the presence of the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is everywhere. But, you know, so that song, it's just, so a mentor of mine actually highlighted this to me, you know, that says, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Well, we don't, he's, we don't have to welcome him here. Like, I mean, he's, he can go wherever he wants to go, right? And if he's, if he's living inside of you, he's already there. But what I think about and what she says to pray about, and I do love that song, by the way. Like, I just feel that song. I can cry to that song. Yes, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. But God's, he's already here. So what I've been praying and just switching this up just a little bit is like, Holy Spirit, stir something in me. Move in me. Because he could be still, even though he's there, right? And so Mary's presence with Jesus in her womb stirred something in Elizabeth and so even though Elizabeth was a few steps ahead of her Mary's presence in in pregnancy right Mary's presence also spurred Elizabeth on and encouraged her and literally the Holy Spirit leapt inside of her she was she was filled with the Holy Spirit you can be an encouragement to your sisters in Christ who are a little further along than you in certain areas of your life and I think this is something the Lord is really highlighting me too in my life is that, you know, I can be encouraged by another sister in maybe marriage. Maybe that's not like my thing, but like, man, like I'm really encouraged by her and what she's 
her lesson of marriage, right? Or maybe it's motherhood or maybe it's finances or, and I think so much as the body of Christ, we forget that we need every part to function together. And that to me just eliminates the comparison game. It eliminates the competing. It eliminates that, you know, lack or less than just because of where she is. But you see like Mary, Mary was a blessing. Her presence was a blessing to Elizabeth because the Holy Spirit, when she came, it was like the Holy Spirit filled her up. And Elizabeth was equally a safe place for Mary. And I think this is why the Lord is continuing to highlight community and relationship and encouraging each other, which is why I am so excited to share what is coming in 2022 for those of you who really are seeking community. But more than seeking community, you want to seek God. And you want to be in a community that's committed to seeking God above all else. I've shared with you a little bit before. I have a new Instagram handle. It's called Seek First CEO. If you aren't already following that, there are no posts yet. As I've been praying into, Lord, what exactly do you want this to look like? Uh, the first part of that is this chronological Bible in a plan, re, Bible in a year reading plan. So go download that. But Seek First CEO, I believe you're here because you want to be a Seek First business owner. You want to be a Seek First wife. You want to be a Seek First daughter. You want to be a Seek First mother. But a lot, since we talk a lot about business, like Seek First CEO, I will share more about that with you, but go follow that handle on Instagram and I will share more about that in an upcoming episode. But Mary and Elizabeth were good for each other. And so I don't know, am I going to be your Mary? Are you going to be my Elizabeth or vice versa? And, and, and your other sisters in Christ, can we be Mary and Elizabeth for each other? And encourage each other and not see our gifts or the season of life that we're in as um, a better than or a worse than, but then all together that we can help each other do this thing. We can encourage each other as we are birthing these new goals, these new dreams, and these new things that the Lord is calling us to do. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And the communities that I want to spend time with, I want there to be evidence of good fruit. And we know that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I want that to be in the air of the communities that I'm hanging around. And that is what I'm praying that we are able to create together. Because listen, I'm not always good at patience. I'm not always good at organization. I'm not always good at all the things. But I know as a community, as a sisterhood, as a, as a body of believers, we can all encourage and strengthen each other. And I can teach you some things. You could probably teach me some things. Um, maybe it's not going to be in the same areas, but we, we need each other. And I'm excited to share what's ahead. And this is the verse that wrapped it all up for me. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. You've been waiting. Or maybe you have a sister who's been waiting on this promise. Maybe it is an actual baby. Maybe it is a business. Maybe it's restoring her marriage or her husband coming to know Jesus. I don't know what you've been waiting on, 
or what you've been waiting on God for. But the woman who is blessed is the one who believes that God will fulfill his promises to her. And as I read this again another time, God didn't say fulfill the promise to her. He said fulfill the promises to her, plural. There are many promises that God has for you. Your job is not to figure it out. Your job is to believe that he will fulfill them. And that when he gives you a step, you're obedient and you take the step. And that you acknowledge that you are a servant of the most high God. And that even though you've got questions and doubt and concerns and maybe even some why me, Mary had to have felt shame, I would think doesn't say that but I'm thinking that she got pregnant before she got married and this was awful maybe that was the the main reason I think why she went to see Elizabeth but in that Elizabeth she blessed Elizabeth and Elizabeth blessed her and Elizabeth was just a few steps ahead of her in her pregnancy with John the Baptist but it probably allowed her to prepare herself for what was ahead and then if we read Mary's song in verses 46 to 56 may this be the cry of our heart May this be what we say in the expectancy, in the waiting, in the maybe worry, in the disappointment, in the wondering, is this really what you created me to do? Mary says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He who has performed mighty deeds with his arm, he has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts, but he has brought down the rulers from their thrones and has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Friend, I pray that your soul glorifies the Lord and that your spirit rejoices in God as your Savior. And that you are not confident in yourself, but that you're confident in God who has made a promise to you or that is starting to show you pieces and glimpses and parts of this bigger thing that's oftentimes outside of you. So I am so excited to be able to do life with you in community as sisters in Christ, encouraging each other, spurring each other along, iron sharpening iron in this new year. You know, I've wrestled a lot with what do I call myself? I could call myself a business coach because of course I love working with business women. I could call myself a mindset coach because that's really my heart. Uh, That's what I love. But I also know that heart set really matters too. And where we really refine our hearts is through God's word because it pierces us like a sword. And we allow the Holy Spirit to convict us, not out of shame and condemnation, but out of refining us and and making us to be more like Christ. And so that we're spotless and blameless and that we can truly be billboards for Jesus in our businesses, in our lives, in our homes. 
And so I am really looking forward to all that God has for us as Seek First CEOs, ready, expectant, and excited, and calling ourselves blessed before we see the blessing. So I pray that over you today. Father, we thank you that we are blessed even before we see the blessing. And that you are worthy to be praised before the promise. And Lord, if you don't give us one more thing, you are still worthy of our worship. And so, Father, we come before you today knowing that you have birthed something inside of us and or you are birthing something inside of us. And even though we have questions and we're a little bit terrified and or we're just confused and maybe a little perplexed of how you're going to do it, Lord, that that's not our job. Our job is to ready ourselves and to hurry along the next step. So, Father, as you continue to give each of the women listening to this episode deeper revelation of what you're calling her to do. Father, I pray that you give her the next step and that she has confidence in whatever you've asked her to do and courage to take that next step. And Father, as we come together as sisters in Christ, Lord, that we encourage each other through our testimonies, that we inspire and motivate and really spur each other along as we get to celebrate what you have done in us and through us for your kingdom. Lord, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, and we thank you for blessing us and calling us highly favored and seeing us for who you see us to be and not just what we always feel like here uh, in this earth. And so, Lord, we thank you. We commit this next year to you as we seek you in your word, and we are so excited and expectant to see your promises come to fruition. Father, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.